And basically the dude was like, oh, here, look, this is like water with minerals in it. Like you can taste the minerals. I was like, did these people never drink well water, like water from a well or out of a stream or something? Like that's all this <laughs> is. Welcome back to the Backyard Bonfire, your weekly podcast for anything around the bonfire that we want to talk about because it's our bonfire. Welcome. <laughs> we are your hosts, Frank and Andrew. What is up, Andrew? Frank, I Andrew. almost got myself in an altercation this week. Ooh, like a legit altercation? Well, I was in my car. Mm-hmm. So, first of all, my dad has been seeing these commercials on TV for the Taco Bell Naked Chicken Chalupa. Yes. Mm-hmm. Which, if you're aware, it's a chalupa, but instead of a normal tortilla soft shell... The shell is chicken. chicken. Yes. You know, brings back memories of the KFC chicken sandwich. Yeah. Um, so my dad's never had Taco Bell in his life. And I'm like, really? <sighs> yeah. Okay. So I'm like, all right, dad, you're going to try your naked chicken chalupa and we'll, you know. That's what brought him to Taco Bell, huh? Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I did like a platter you know a little bit of this a little bit of that get a quesadilla uh, right. get a crunch wrap supreme you know the whole shebang right very nice on my way home yes i i pull out of the drive-thru i'm turning right to go home and a hundred yards to my left is where like the the lights are right yeah, the stoplight yeah the stoplight and so there's a truck there turning left or turning right also so it's you know 100 yards behind me and I turn out at like in sync with this guy and then I look to my left and this dude is speeding past me like a dude who has to get to the bathroom because he ate some bad Taco Bell. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I, I can't help but laugh at my own joke. <laughs> I was really, really proud of that one. <laughs> um, and, th- and then he cuts in front of me because he's a jerk. And then... I'm, I'm, I'm just trying to get into the right turn light. And this dude is flying so fast towards the red light. Mm-hmm. And he slams on his brake because he's trying to get into the right turn lane. And because the lane splits over and then there's a little bit of room. And he thought he had enough wiggle room to get into that lane. But he did not have enough room because he was driving a giant ass truck, you know, <laughs> okay, with the lifted tires and everything. And so the little old man in the, like, 1940s Mercedes in front of him had to, like, swerve. Good thing he was looking in his back mirror so to, like, make room for this truck. And then the truck stops right next to that guy to yell at him. Really? Like, he, he, his hand's out the window, it's shaking, he's doing all this. I'm like, I'm not going to let this guy yell at this guy for getting mm-hmm. out of the way and preventing an accident. So I just give it a little honk, you know, honk. And, like, just to, like distract him from yeah the guy who saved him a ton of money first of right. all right and then the so he it worked it totally worked he mm-hmm. pulls forward and he just handed out the window and big old middle finger and he kept yeah. it and i've never felt prouder to get the middle finger <laughs> <laughs> it is quite the accomplishment when you get it right yeah <clears throat> and like i did absolutely nothing wrong i pulled out fairly quickly out of taco bell came up to speed you know yeah. This guy had 150 yards. I had 150 yards on him. There was no way he was catching him. He was literally flying like 60 miles an hour in a 30 mile an hour lane. <laughs> and oh man, what a rush! <laughs> 
No, nothing beats so getting he just, the So finger. he went from behind you to in front of you and then almost rear-ended another car trying to get into the turn lane because he thought he had enough room to right. make the merge. Yelled at that guy, and then you honked to make him flip you off. Yeah. All right. Because, like, I, was, I wanted to turn. There was no one in front of him to, in the turn lane. He Instead of going on his way and turning, he decided to stop and yell at this guy. Yeah, yeah. You know? Like, this is the exact opposite of the McDonald's situation you were in the other. <laughs> I <didn't> know, right? <laughs> Where, like, it was a misunderstanding. Everyone's apologizing. But no, this guy, he was so mad. I don't know why. And then he turned into the train station. I'm like, I guess he missed a train. I don't know. Uh, I could have been late for a train or something, but. But then you don't stop to yell. It's It just blew my mind. Yeah, right? Then just go. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. I, I don't like, I mean. I get it. I am. I'm more of a like. I don't get road rage, but I like to make other people get road rage. You're an instigator. I'm an inst for sure. If it's a red light, and I'm somebody that moves right on green. Like all there's only the only thing you have to do at a red light is to wait for a green light. So when it turns green, I go. Okay. Ninety-nine point nine percent of the time, I go. Right. As soon as it turns green, I'm waiting. I'm watching the other light turn yellow so that I'm ready on green. Right? <laughs> You're counting down. 99.9% of the time. So that 0.01% of the time that I am not looking and it turns green for a millisecond and the person behind me honks, I don't move. Oh, yeah. Because you got to give the person in front of you a buffer of at least a second. You don't know if the car is At least to start. two seconds. Yeah. And me, it's one, two, maybe even three. Like, to be honest, like, if they're not going, I'm trying to think. All right, so green. One, two, three. Three seconds for me. Yeah. Three seconds for me before I do a little toot toot. And it's a little toot toot, you know? It's like a, hey, just so you know, the light Yeah, just, hey, look up. (laughs) Yeah. I think, um, who did it? Was it? I know we just talked about Mark Rober. Did he do a video where he did a soft horn? You know what? I... I believe like he just he did a video do. where he made a horn with like the nicest sound that was like instead of it was like the made the perfect little beep beep, you know, yeah. it's just to let people know it's an awareness thing. Yeah, it's for sure. That's what I do. I three seconds and then little beep beep, you know, awareness. Yeah. If you get behind me, that light turns green half a second later. You go. Honk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just not l- moving. Yeah, just a tiny. Awooga. Yeah, I want that horn so bad. But I don't, I don't move. I, it's just if you're in that much of a hurry, I don't care. I could be late for my grandma's funeral. If you honk at me when a light turns green, I'll be even later. I don't care how much of a hurry I'm in. Because it's, it's literally a two-second, three-second difference, like you said. <laughs> I mean, it's – yeah, it's it's astonishing because I, I – I mean – I'm a speed racer. I drive fine, but I, I don't, like, weave in and out of traffic. But, like, if somebody's not going the speed limit or something, it, it bugs me. But the I never honk at people unless it's a little beep, beep, hey, just so you know the light's green. That's yeah. it. Like, I've never actually honked at anybody. I don't think I've ever given an angry honk. Even at this guy, it was just like a, hey, you can move forward. Like, it was clearly, yeah. like, tongue-in-cheek kind of a honk, mm-hmm. you know, in my head. But it was still a polite honk. It wasn't an eh kind of honk. Right. Yeah. A little beep beep, just an awareness honk. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't think I've ever, like, honked my horn at anybody. But if you do it to me, 
boy, I got all day now to mess up your day. Yeah. I don't care if the speed limit's 50, I'm going 40. Sure. Or I'm pulling up on the highway sometimes if people, if I see somebody coming up behind me doing the weave, like, just all over the place, I will intentionally, like, slow down and get even with other cars so that he can't do it. Because it just, it's like, dude, it's just not safe. Like, you're just being a dick to everybody on the road. Yeah. Just a disclaimer, it is the safest thing to do is for you to just get out of that person's way. But I totally understand where you're coming from. Yeah, yeah. Safety, (laughs) sure. Whatever. But, um, what was I just going to say? They're speeding down the road. You're getting even with other cars. But it's funny, like, if somebody cuts me off, if they signaled, I don't care. You you put your turn signal on, I'm okay with that. But if you cut me off a turn without your turn signal, you best believe I'm trying to get ahead of you so I can cut you off. <laughs> with my okay, I think we're, we're getting a little too far away from just, you know, polite, like, <laughs> intentional driving and more I, on revenge driving. Yeah. The biggest thing, though, is ter- turn signals is one of my biggest pet peeves. Yes. Whether you don't use it or it's on and you're not using it. And today... Actually, today we were driving down to pick up some trees, and I saw a sign that was on like a a slight bend, you yeah. know, um, where it's not like a full 90 degree turn. It's like kind of yeah. like a 45 degree turn. Sure. Something where when you turned, your signal may not turn off because you didn't turn the steering wheel a bunch of times. Yeah, I'm familiar. Okay? There was actually a sign right after that that said check turn signal so that people aren't oh. driving. I was like, that needs to be behind every single, that needs to be every block. That's a, that's just genuinely a genius sign to have. Yes, I'd never seen one before, and I was just astonished. I was like, this needs to be on every block. Yeah, no, I the, hate driving behind somebody with a turn signal on. Yeah, it's, 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 it's about communication, right? Yes. Like, you need to communicate your intent. Like, okay, uh... My sister and brother-in-law, they just had their baby. I'm an uncle, right? And they put on their, the back of their car, baby on board. Yes. You know, one of those. Did you have one of those when Amelia was born? Yes, but they're not like a safety thing. Oh, you just wanted one for the heck of no, it? No, no, no. Do you know what the purpose of it is? So it's not to tell other drivers around you to be careful. Or that, hey, I'm driving carefully because it. That baby on board sticker is for EMS when they arrive if you were in an accident so they know to check for a child. Wow. Yes. Today I learned. That is not to tell people, hey, I'm driving slow because I have a kid, or hey, please be careful around me because I have a kid. Right. That's for EMS. If they arrive on a scene with your car in an accident, they They know know to check for a child. Oh, wow. That's why you're supposed to keep it on or off. Sure. Well, doubly good that it also doubles as, you know, hey, drive a little more careful around me. You understand, you know, just like uh, student driver stickers or like I've I've been seeing it float around the Internet. People put like I'm learning in stick shift. Just hang on. Hold on with me for a Mm -hmm. sec while I'm learning. I'm like I've debated just being like, what if I just put a student driver sticker on the back of my car so people (laughs) give me some space? You ever see those? And then it's just like some old dude that has nothing like (laughs) Clearly is not a student driver. Like, maybe their kid is or something like that, but. I mean, but you know what? If that's the only re- way to get a tailgater off my butt, then that's what I'm going to do. But I don't think they will. That's the thing. I, th- I You need something more than that. 
Because I think if I was driving, when I see yeah. that student driver sticker, I really, honestly, my first thought is what can I do that's legal that would <laughs> that, mess with this kid? That, that makes it difficult on something. him. Not difficult, but just teach them a little something, something, yeah, you know? Just cut them off without your signal. Let them know that's a thing that happened. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. But see, I would use my signal. I'd cut okay. them off using my signal. Uh, that, that whole thing being said, when I switch lanes, you know you're supposed to wait till you see both headlights of the car. And then say you're merging, you want to switch lanes to the right. Yeah. There's a car in the right lane. You're supposed to continue in your lane until you see both headlights of their car and then switch lanes. In your mirror, yeah. Your rear view mirror. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's the th- and the thing is, people. Nobody does that. Yeah, and the thing is, cars they'll give you just enough space to pull in, like if you were parallel parking, not an inch more. I know it's ridiculous. It's, you know, that's what like, but that's the thing. You know, the little sign on the back, of the student driver sign, that's not good enough. Spike strips are like too powerful. So like, Tar- there's no, Tarkin. There's, yeah, there's no in between. I know. You know, maybe we can get Mark Rober to like finagle like LED lights that are just like that light up well, and say, hey, give me some I want to do is a um an updatable bumper sticker, if you will, uh, like yeah. one of those scroll LED bars. Yeah, like a programmable. That one. it could say, yeah, like a pro- it could just say, you know, have a nice day, and it could just say that. But if somebody gets on your ass, you can type in there and be like, get off my ass. Hey, you're or, a little close. Yeah. Or, like, nice ride if it's, you know, you like yeah. the car or something. You know, something that you can change as you go. I know it's an issue with, oh, well, now you got to use a keyboard or something while you're driving. Whatever. People are doing to- it anyway. You could totally pre-program it. You know, you have the app at home. You type out six different things, and then you have, like, just the buttons. Yeah. Preset yeah. one, just preset two, put it two, on the car three. and put it in the screen because apparently that's not illegal. Yeah, I mean. You could hey. do everything you want on the little 10-inch screen in your car, but God forbid you text somebody. I mean, I believe Elon Musk, Musk talked about, like, making Tesla's, like, video game, like, con- like compatible. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not going to play Angry Birds while I'm driving. No, <laughs> I know. Well, the problem with that is all their car, you can just drive yourself. So, I don't know. I'll never get a self-driving car. Never. I, I don't trust them. I think, here's the thing. I trust them. I don't trust people. And people aren't responsible enough to use them properly yet yeah yeah true it's gonna be i robot you know everybody's just gonna be driving and i'm gonna be the guy in the motorcycle that's just doing my own thing <laughs> but then the cars are like smart enough to weave around you they're not that smart yet right but have you seen like the simulations of like if everybody had an automatic car like intersections like there would be no lights yeah cause, no and it'd be just non-stop because everybody would just go yeah that's amazing like traffic would be so efficient yes it would yeah but it would also be efficient if people weren't idiots so i mean if people just used a little bit of common sense it would completely eliminate traffic yeah on the highway if one person just taps their brakes right just taps it because five feet ahead of them something happened right that tap of the brake makes the person behind theirs tap theirs and it gets progressively a longer tap as you go back, just that's just how it yeah. works. That 50 cars back, eventually that person's coming to a full stop because somebody 50 cars up tapped their brakes. Yeah. So like if, you know, if people would learn, like, don't speed up and hit the brake. Like, just speed up, and if something happens, just take your foot off the gas and coast for a sec. 
Yeah. That's all you gotta do. And you know there was there's that one jerkwad in his Toyota Super just weaving across three lanes that makes all three lanes tap their brakes and exactly. boom traffic just jam. a single tap and then boom. Yeah. It's I I got on my way home on my way home Frank from yes. my incident. I had a second incident. <laughs> a second incident in yeah, the vehicle. So, yeah. So at this point I'm on you know. Private, not private, but, you know, small street, no traffic, except I get stuck behind this one guy, you know, whatever. Just I'm a block away from home, two blocks away from home. Okay. And the way the roads work is one direction has a stop sign, the other direction doesn't. And then in the next block, the other direction has a stop sign and the other one, like, you know, like it, it, it switches off so to keep the flow of traffic moving. Yes. yes. Um, and so we had a stop sign coming up on us and there's a lady driving across and she doesn't have a stop sign, but this jerk... He's going to turn left. So he veers into the left lane on this one lane road, you know, one lane going each way. And he, then he stops because he's waiting for the lady to cross the street, except she's not crossing the street. She's trying to turn left. And he just drove into her only lane. Wow. And that, and so he like pulls forward and it's the worst left turn I've ever seen, Frank. I've talked about my pet peeve for bad left turns. <laughs> this is, it was so bad. And then I'm, the street he was turning into, since it's, you know, it's residential, there's people parked on both sides. So he didn't right. give himself enough room to, like, make a left turn. He he went for one of those sweeping left turns that you, like, cut across the corner. He didn't have room for that because there's two cars right there. So then he got stuck. And then the lady got stuck. <laughs> and I'm just watching this. Are you serious? I'm like, what a day for driving. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I hate that. And it's always a day, right? It's, it's never, like, one thing. It's never yeah. one thing. Yeah. It's always a day. <laughs> it really is. It's just always a day. Let me back up a bit. Yeah. Talking about your LED strip idea. Yeah. When I when I was little, I'm 10, 11, I got a toy helicopter for Christmas or as a no, you know what? This was in college. Oh my god. Joe Joe gave me and Rob a helicopter that lit up with LEDs. And you like could, a little remote one? Yeah, like a little okay. remote like drone i think i, I, think I remember drone. these yes and it had an led that you could program words so as it spun you'd see the words floating in the air and so oh, okay. yeah yeah rob's like uh, uh andrew you can take this home i'm like sweet i'll take it home and then so my buddy marson comes over over christmas or whatever and we like program it to be like poop and fart and oh man <laughs> programmable leds so great <laughs> i tell you i don't care how old you are poop and fart is never not funny yeah. especially when it's a helicopter flying up to you and saying it <laughs> oh no poop is coming at my face <laughs> did you have any toys like did you ever have like high-tech toys no like high-tech like i would consider that little helicopter like high-tech you know because like, it's more than just you know batteries when i was younger i don't think so um i'm trying to think besides like a gaming console i don't I can't recall any high-tech toy. We never had drones. We had an RC car, but not like a fancy one. It was like a little yeah, yeah the cheap ones regular one. Yeah. Those, those quick RC cars, they're something. Oh, like they're the like, legit ones? They're like pro ones? Yeah, those are insane. I saw a YouTube video. This guy, it's like a TikTok, and the, the text overlapped in the video. Like, this kid asked if he could try to jump over my RC car. Mm-hmm. And the car starts out of frame like two blocks away, and you just hear it coming. And then you yep. see it in the frame, and the kid jumps, and it just sweeps his legs. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, those 
the, those like, things tracks or whatever they are they are insane yeah. i worked with somebody a number of years ago that was really into them and he always had like one of those catalogs with him and he was like oh i'm buying this part and this part and this you can do this to do this and it was like it's a legit thing man it's not oh, just like a- hey this is an rc car it's you could buy different tires you could buy different motors and spindles and yeah ooh, axles and anything like it's insane I had a neighbor across the street who was really into it growing up, and I'm like, that is so cool. I wish I could afford to do something like that. <laughs> I know, right? It's one of those things that's super expensive. Though. It's an inexpensive hobby. Yeah. I mean, like, it's like 600 bucks for an RC car. Like, Oh, yeah, and that's like a basic package. Thing yeah, and they, and they only go up from there. Like, you, I, I've watched the rate, because, like, they have, like, the tracks that are, like, yeah. 100 square foot tracks. Mm-hmm. And like they got like ramps and you'll, the RC cars will drift around the corners and like that's yeah that is just insane. People are so talented. I only ever had like the little it was like an itty bitty one like the kind of like the size of my hand and yeah. it had a roll cage on it. Oh, so the you roll could, like, cage was the go best. Go and hit the brakes and it would do rolls. Yeah, I remember I, having that one. It was I would cool. I would put it on the table and just drive it off so it'd land on the roll cage. <laughs> just drive it off. <laughs> Yeah, no, I never, I'm trying to think, like, that's about probably as high-tech as it got for us. Um, Never had any kind of drone. Because, like, even with, like, the RC cars, like, <clears throat> there was the ones that, like, they could go, like, all-terrain on water and mud. That was too high-tech. Yeah, right. Did not have that, right? Or, like, Nerf guns, where it's, like, the automatic feeders. Nah, we had, like, the six-shot Nerf guns. Single shots, yeah. Yeah. I, uh... I remember having the RC car that was, like, super flat. So, like, even if it flipped over, it would still drive. Oh, yeah, that, that. You that. see, I, I, as a kid, I would call that high-tech, but now I understand it's really easy to make. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think, like, that might be, that's probably as high-tech as it got for us. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, that's, because, like, I'm trying to remember, like, what was high-tech when we were kids. Like, were, uh, the, what were the pocket pets called? Tamagotchis? Yeah, we're like, were Tamagotchis high-tech? Did you have a Tamagotchi? I, I think I did, but I don't quite remember. It might be one, because it was just one of those little keychain things, you know, that I think yeah. eventually everybody had one. I don't remember ever, like, buying one, though. Sure. Um, but I would say, are they high-tech? It's funny because I think they probably were, but they definitely weren't. Yeah, no, it was it's a real it was a real simple program, right? Yeah, but I yeah I would say even like to maybe to the kids it was high tech, but to the companies that were putting them out there like this is not stuff. So I I don't quite remember having one. I'm sure I did, um, but. Like, I don't know if that was. I don't know if I'd consider those high tech. Like that's that's the crazy thing though. Like we're talking about Tamagotchi's not high tech. We're talking about our standard RC cars, our standard Nerf guns, not high tech. My dad, when I was a kid, he'd walk by my room and he's like, "When I was a kid, we had two blocks to play in, and there were seven <laughs> of us, and that was all you had." Yeah, so. yeah, I know it. <laughs> it's it's ridiculous what you have to get for kids now. It's crazy. I mean, I like, it's. Like, every day I try to take Amelia outside. I'm like, we just got to, like, yeah. I don't want her to be that kid that doesn't know about outside. Yeah. I read the handwriting. There this, yeah. There was this study I heard on the radio where they're saying 
parents are having trouble keeping their kids outside for 20 minutes because then the kids get bored and come inside. They don't know what to do. They don't know what to do, but it's not so much that they don't know what to do. It's that there's so much to do inside. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Like Like when we were younger, it wasn't – it was go outside because there was nothing to do inside. Sure, 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 yeah. Like if you think about it, like the big video games from our time really didn't hit till I was in like late junior high. So like 7th, 8th grade. But not even – even as kids, man, Pokemon was out when we were kids. But that was like the one game a year, not even – But it was also portable. It was on a Game Boy. Sure. But, but I'm like, saying, like, like, the big games, like, if you think about it, like, the big game that I always think of when I, like, think of, like, changing, quote-unquote, my childhood sure. was World of Warcraft. I never played, but that was really big in seventh grade. I remember that was everybody's yeah. thing, World yeah. of Warcraft. And so, like, really before seventh grade, me and my friends never were inside because there was nothing that was that big. Yeah, okay, maybe, I mean, PlayStation was out and yada, 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 but... It Even then, you have to go to someone's house to play. Right. And I don't, you know, PlayStation, the first set of consoles never were as big of a deal as I think they are now. Like, I remember having a PlayStation, but yeah. it was never like, hey, I, let's play PlayStation. No, it was just like, hey, I have a PlayStation. I have a PlayStation. Want. Yeah. And it was always like, hey, maybe when we sleep over, we'll play it at night. But during the day, we were outside. Oh, Constantly. yeah, yeah constantly yeah. we're riding our yeah. bikes doing whatever yeah. we wanted you were getting the squat together that was half the day yeah so i yeah i just i was like i just pray that amelia will stay outside long and i get it kids nowadays have to be inside they have to learn the technology because i read this thing too they were on the on the radio too they were talking about how there was somebody that was said hey i don't want to give my kid a phone or like an ipad or stuff until they're like 13 yeah which is fine that's kind of like how i think as well like do they they don't really need one but then the somebody called in and they were like hey that's cool but then when they get into school they're completely behind because that's all school is nowadays too is all these yeah ipads and shit yeah every class has like just we had the tv to roll into classrooms for a movie or whatever now they have cards full of iPads or laptops so everyone it's, can work on their thing. It's just ridiculous. Yeah. It's that, like that's the thing. They need to like keep up, right? Yeah. But at the yeah. same time you want them to appreciate the other right. stuff. Right. You got to figure out some kind of positive reinforcement. Hey, go play outside, then we get ice cream, like. Well, yeah, but you're also I don't I so I read like a lot of parenting <laughs> not parenting books, but like just quick articles about like stuff like that where it's like Hey, don't use candy, ice cream, like sweets as a reward. Ah, yeah. Because then they seek it for reward. Like if you make candy in your house, nothing special, they won't seek it out. Like you, Ah. like did you eat candy when you were younger? Like was it allowed at your house? Uh, yeah, it was. It was like if I asked for it. Yeah. I'd I'd have to like ask for it. But see, like, remember there, there was like always that kid that wasn't allowed to have candy. So when he'd come yeah. to your house and you had candy, it was like, oh my god, I love blah blah blah, and he'd scarf it down. But <laughs> if you make it like, hey, it's an option if you want it. Yeah. 
then it's not a big deal. It's, it doesn't become that source of rewardship and like you know like. Yeah. Okay, so so sweets are a bad idea for positive reinforcement. Well, like so saying. is like like screen time. You know when people say, oh, like yeah. I'm gonna take away screen time. Like that's still the thing because if you say you're gonna take away something, that's saying, hey, it's a priority to you. I'm taking it away. So like, what do you what what? I don't know. I don't know. I didn't get to the point where I'm supposed where I'm supposed to know. All I know is what I shouldn't do. I don't know what I should do. Yeah. <laughs> they don't make books on that. Because as far as I can tell, positive reinforcement is better than reinforcement, right? Giving them is something is better than taking something away as a reward. I think so. So what do you give kids to motivate? Like, do you be like quality time with your dad is what you get <laughs> if you mow the lawn? Like. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know. It's just there's a lot of don't do's and not a lot of do's. Do nots and do's. There's there's not a lot of do's. It's, I mean, everything in moderation, right? Just exactly. Like and that's the thing. Like, if you don't make anything negative and don't make anything positive and just kind of, you know, hey, let's do this instead of that. Like, I don't, to me, I think that's like if you can convince your kid, hey, let's go outside instead of watch TV. And they're okay with that, you know? Yeah. Maybe it's just a matter of, like, introducing that to them early enough where that's something they want to do regularly. Right, exactly, yeah. Right? The, like, yeah. I guess that's where you, you start signing them up for <laughs> sports and you know. art classes yeah. and all that stuff. Have you decided what Emilio is going to be super successful at yet? <laughs> <laughs> no, everything. <laughs> Well, no, we haven't, like, I, I think we got to start getting her involved in some, you know, young toddler-type soccer or something. I mean, if you haven't started her yet, she's already way behind. <laughs> I Pretty much, though, right? <laughs> no, I mean, there's not at all. there's probably kids her age that can ice skate already. I mean, I saw a lady throw a baby into the pool. That doesn't mean she should have. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know, right? It just roman but no i think yeah this summer will definitely uh start doing some stuff i don't know i I mean according to all the books i read she's on the still the right track of being normal which is all i can ask at the end of the day you're the parent and like you can only try your best right exactly yeah that's all you can do yeah so for some people it's better but i don't know it's uh she seems to like outside, and, you know, we set up the hammock, and so, like, today we're outside, and she goes, hammock, hammock, so, okay, well, I got to set up the hammock, and she wants to lay down in there for a little bit, so. Like a good hammock. Oh, I know. Who doesn't? Right? I, uh, I went to a cabin with some friends once uh, for Globe Med, and there was a hammock at the cabin, and I chose to be in the hammock, and I, Looking back, like, five years later, someone was definitely hinting, like, hey, you want to go hang out alone in a kayak? And I'm like, no, I'll stay in the hammock. And thinking back, I'm like, shit. <laughs> like, that could have someone of... <laughs> someone of attraction. <laughs> okay. Damn. And I'm like, that could have turned into something, and I was oblivious. Those hammocks will do that to you, though, man. I mean, it's, the hammock was so alluring. I, I Yeah, I remember you know? if you went to someone's house who had a hammock, it was like, oh, my God. You know, like, let's lay in the hammock. Oh, yeah. 
it's a hammock. Like it's, you don't see those very often. I know. And it was always, you know, it was either always that one, the white rope one with the yeah. two wood bars those or, are or like the green felt ones. Oh, that's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know exactly yeah. what you're talking about. It's like the about. same thing only like with green padding. Yeah. Um, but now with like, like the hammock I have is just like my camping hammock. So it's like one of those ones that compacts really good. And, you know, it's like you see all the college kids in nowadays. Sure. That's what I have. I don't have like a big like family hammock. I have like a camping hammock. Yeah. So portable hammock. That's, yeah, that's what we sit in. But it, yeah, like, what, uh, when, if you went to someone's house and they had a hammock or a trampoline, whoo, <laughs> that was it. That was spent, and that was outside. Yeah, spent a lot of time in my neighbor's trampoline. I'll tell you yeah. that much. Yeah, that's the problem. They don't have uh, the trampolines don't do what they used to anymore. My neighbor now, they just put up a trampoline for their kid, and I'm like. You're going to make a lot of good memories in that trampoline. Oh, yeah. Trampolines are awesome. We never had one growing up. We had the pool. Yeah, you had the pool. Pools, Pool and yeah. trampoline are like equivalent level of... Yeah, no, we, I, don't, I don't think we ever had a trampoline. Like, I'm picturing a trampoline, but I don't recall ever having one. And I don't know why I'm picturing one. I think maybe I'm picturing, like, we wanted one and where we would have put it. Sure. <laughs> I mean, there was a trampoline at Rob's bachelor party. Maybe you're picturing yep. that trampoline. That's that's true. That was the ultimate bachelor party with the trampoline and foosball table. Yeah, and um, basketball court. We, what was I just going to say now? Yeah, like we spent like hours playing Foursquare in my backyard. Me and Rob would play like hockey against the garage, which probably wasn't the best idea because then it like put a big hole in the garage door. It put a hole through the garage door. Like the steel door? No, no, no. It was a, it's a wooden garage door. It's you're talking old. about the, you're talking about the garage door that retracts up and down, right? Yes. Oh, it was made out of wood. It still is. Oh. It's an old garage door. Okay. Before the aluminum. Before the the aluminum. Aluminium. Aluminium. I was I was at Target today, Frank. Mm-hmm. And the aluminum aluminium set me <laughs> off. Uh. Because, you know, England, London, I was walking past the Legos. They had a bunch of Harry Potter Legos. Apparently, Harry Potter Legos are back. All right. And I grabbed the Lego because it was the chess set Harry Potter Lego from the first movie. I grabbed this Lego. I was halfway to the cash register, and I'm like, (sighs) I got to put it back. (laughs) What? Why? I don't know, Frank. I, I just, I don't have room for it. I, I collect chessboards. I needed to, like... I, That's the perfect one, then, if you what, don't what, have what, it. What, what it was, Frank, is, like, 15 years ago, I missed out on the Lego chess set I wanted. So the moment I see another Lego chess set, I'm like, now's my chance. There you go. But then I grabbed it, and I'm like, but it's not the same. It's not the one I wanted. Yeah, but it's Harry Potter. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's still pretty cool, right? Like, they included <laughs> a full chess set, which was... In addition to, you know, the Harry, Hermione, and Ron, which is very generous. Mm-hmm. That's that's a lot of pieces of Lego. Right. I'm like, ah, man. Like, I, I'm not going to regret not getting it, but I do want it. <laughs> so you're making another trip to Target soon. Uh, maybe, yeah. <laughs> maybe I'll have more driving adventures. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, right? Just keep driving to Target to yeah. get your Legos and run into people. Yeah. Do you have one of those, that toy that got away? Toy that got away. No. 
can't say that I do, or at least that I even remember. I'm my memory is absolutely terrible. Sure, that's fair. Abs- absolutely despicable my memory. Um, toy that got away. No, I don't remember wanting. Like I don't remember ever wanting. You just which have- is credit to my parents. I probably whatever I wanted, they yeah. probably just got me. Yeah. And to be but, fair, you. You had Rob, who was always there to be like, "Hey, let's go play outside." Like you don't, you don't need right. stuff. You had, yeah, you had outside. Yeah, like we, I don't remember ever like wanting things that, it, and especially to. anything that I never got. I'm literally, I'm trying to think of like something, but there's no way for me to even re- remotely sure. remember something that I didn't yeah. get. And just for clarification, I wanted the Lego. I I, w- I remember being told about it because it was supposed to be a surprise gift. I didn't even know these existed. And then I was told we were going to get this for you, but it was too expensive. I'm like, all right, I understand. <laughs> That's the worst. Yeah. Like, don't I de- tell me. Yeah. I definitely remember being bratty. Yep. You know, but this wasn't one of those situations. What happened, Frank, was we don't have money now. So we were waiting to get it for your birthday. And then it wasn't in stock because it was a limited time thing for Christmas. Oh, ah. that sucks. Yeah. So like I understood, but then I was bummed. Yeah, I I'm I can't think of any, especially a toy. It's just honestly, I can't even I can barely remember the toys that I wanted that I got. <laughs> so I don't. I mean, I'll just I mean, say credit credit to my parents. I never wanted for nothing. I mean, I guess that's why parents grown at the idea of toys is they know, like, they've lived through it. Like, you're just going to forget about this in two weeks. Yes, 100%. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's so true. Kids care more about the box than the, you know, the box that it comes in than whatever it is. Just like cats. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, all right. I mean, give me a good box. And I'm... Oh, dude, I love a box. Yeah. I love still a good love box. a box. Yeah. I, I walk past, like, I'm in Sam's Club, you know, near the checkout, and they got all those empty boxes from, like, the stuff that they just had, like, stuff in. And I'm like, that's a lot of good free boxes. When we moved, I told Carissa that I wanted to keep all the boxes. Oh. And she's like, why? <laughs> I was like, uh, you never I'm not going to ex- need I'm a box. explain this. Right? You never know when you're going to need yeah. a box. It's free boxes. Free dirt, free wood chips, like you yeah. never know. Those, yeah, that kind of stuff. You you cannot put a price on that kind of stuff. Which is crazy because people put prices on it all the time. <laughs> yeah, that's true, and we pay for it. <laughs> yeah. So. So think, who would have thought? Come buy a bag of dirt. Right. Uh, or like, have you ever seen? Oh, I forget what comedian it is. That's like um. You know America is stupid because they were the first to pay for bottled water or something like that. <laughs> like, I have an idea. Let's put the water that we all drink right now into a bottle. Oh, yeah, I mean, to be fair, at this point, like, scummy water bottle companies, but at the same time, depending on where you live, it's <laughs> your only source of clean water, which is crazy true, to true, think about yeah. in America. You know what I did today? I drank out of the hose. Loved it. It just hits different, man. Out of the hose? Is it cold enough out of the hose? My concern is, like, if it's a hot enough day, yeah. it's not going to be refreshing enough. Well, it, you got to let the water cool the hose down. So if it's, like, uh. been hot, no, you got to give it. You can't just drink right away. 
you got to let it cool down a bit. But we had the hose out, you know, filling like Amelia's pool and stuff. Okay. Uh, so you so got that cold. I drank out of the hose. But like, man, it wasn't well water. I'm not on a well. So obviously it's just regular. It's the water that comes out of your sink. Yeah. It's the same exact water. Um. So to me, it's fine. I do miss well water. I love well water. I was going to ask because you, you were on well water. I, now I grew shifted. up on well water. Right, so now no well water. How's it? How's it hit? Not as great. What I love go going off? back to my parents' house and drinking their water. I love it. Yeah. Something about that iron. <laughs> it's just good for you. Oh my god, I love it. I, yeah, it's funny. I was watching. I think I might have talked about this. There's a show. Zac Efron did it on Netflix. I think called. Is it Down to Earth with Zac Efron? Uh, I'm so. not familiar. And he did an episode about water okay like how it how you can use it to hydrate use it for power etc etc and they he went with anna kendrick to a water sommelier whatever however you say yeah 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 yeah. and basically the dude was like oh here look this is like water with minerals in it like you can taste the minerals i was like did these people never drink well water like water from a well or out of a stream or something like that's all this is (laughs) Yeah. If we're like, oh yeah, it's you know, it's just pure right out of the earth, you know. Yeah, that's what well water is. But this water, Frank, was from some remote location, so oh it's my different. God. I just. <laughs> I think it was ah, Snoop Dogg, and it was like the world's most expensive shit was the name of his show, and he yes. did the exact same thing, right? Yeah. Like the most expensive bottle of water, yeah. and I'm like, and he's like, oh, it tastes like cherries, and I'm like, yeah, no cherries in there, just minerals. And I'm like, oh, that's that Come to that's my parents' house. Good. I'll give you a cup for free. I mean, it's, <laughs> it, it was ridiculous. I, I remember watching that, just going like, they're like, look, you can see the minerals. It's like, yeah, I could see the shit floating in my parents' water. <laughs> Probably you know what? good, but I'm still alive. I wouldn't pass up the opportunity to like have that same experience because I want to know if it is different. If there's yeah. something about their water that is different. Yeah. I, I I would love to try it, but I'm telling you, the way they were explaining it, it's like, they're like, oh, it's been, you know, untouched it's straight from the earth. It's like, yeah. <laughs> just like my water. <laughs> right, just like how most water should be, but whatever. All right, Andrew, let's wrap this up. The show's over now, but don't lose your tempers. Here's one more thought. It's the final embers. Yeah. Um, I got a final number for you, Frank. Uh, one of our listeners wrote in, his name is Rob, uh, and he had this idea for a final number. So I just want to share it courtesy of Rob, um, courtesy of NPR. Uh, it's a story about a heroic rat and this rat, Frank was a professional bomb sniffer and he's retiring. And I, I just gotta say what an awesome concept. This is. Yeah, an amazing story. I read it, too, after they sent it in, and the the headline is, After years of detecting landmines, a heroic rat is hanging up his sniffer. And that is just phenomenal. Like, like the per, the people that wrote this have been waiting their whole life for an article like this. <laughs> I mean, and I gotta say, this article was brilliant throughout. It was. Um it, it talks about we talked about this line before the show, but it's like uh, what's the rat's name? Magawa. Magawa. Magawa is believed to have saved lives. <laughs> that's it. That's the line. 
That's he why. is believed to have saved lives. Not Phenom- many lives. Phenomenal N- writing. Not how many lines, just to have saved lives. Not even the rats retiring from from this rat has sniffed out seventy four mines. So, I want to so say this this rat has sniffed over the course of two point four million square feet. Okay, yeah. he has found seventy one mines. And also 38 other unexploded items of ordnance. I don't know what that means. That means just something explosives. that didn't explode, bullets or whatever, something. Yeah. Um, and he was awarded a medal from the UK PDSA yeah. or something like that. Yeah. Of you know what? Of course he saved lives. Not he may have saved lives. Of course he if has saved lives. If you dig up a landmine, you saved lives. Yeah. Even just one. If I found one in my backyard and I dug it up, I saved somebody's life. Absolutely. Eventually, to, it's gonna blow. Yeah. Not to mention, once the rat, the rats are done testing the field, the crew goes and plays soccer there to make sure that it's clear of mines. So you've at least saved the lives of the crew. <laughs> right. That, I also, mean, what? And that? Did you look at this picture at the very top of the article with the his little heart? Yeah. The rat has his tiny little harness on that's, yes. atta- that's attached to a rope like a zip line, mm-hmm. which is basically to tell the rat, all right, run forward in this direction. And then I assume they move the rope and then the rat goes back and forth down the line while yes. they, move, you know, so, so they can, not, yeah. for a controlled sweep. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's just the funniest look like. It looks it looks yeah, like the rat's basically like he's on a harness that doesn't let him veer so that they get straight lines of work. Yeah. And like, what an interesting picture. It is quite the story. Yeah. And there, I guess he's in a group of rats, and he's one of the best ones. Because I think there's another line. What is it? Oh, it's it's great. Um, something about. Oh yeah. Even among his skilled co- cohorts, he is still a standout sniffer. <laughs> like so they have a group of these rats and he is the best yeah he's retiring now because the sniffer's getting a little less sniffy but you know but shout out shout out magawa is how i'm gonna say it magawa yeah um cambodia who is just sniffing out mines and shit congratulations on your retirement pal yeah never (laughs) thought i'd say that to a rat i know right (laughs) so with that, Rat, if you have a final number that you think we should hear about, send us a comment, a like, a whatever, however you want to do it. Let us hear it. Um, check out Andrew's podcast as part of our Bonfire Podcast Network. It is Q Busters. They upload every Saturday. What yeah. time do you upload? I shoot for 6 a.m. It varies. 6 a.m.-ish. <laughs> kind of like <laughs> us. 6 a.m.-ish. Q-Busters, he and Ken, they do a great job, everybody. Give them a listen. Thanks for listening, and remember, there's always room for one more at the Backyard Bonfire.